0: Welcome back to the Paddock Picks podcast, uh, episode nine. Charlie, we were just saying off air about the uh, the miserable weather, so we'll probably have to do our best to avoid talking about it, won't we?
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, but it's, it's unusual, isn't it? I mean, um, I actually was down in Somerset yesterday evening, Dom, and, and I actually saw like long, lush grass for the first time in a heck of a long time, and it's uh, been so dry and nothing's growing, and it uh, yeah, it was like it was it was unbelievable to see sort of grass above your sort of knees and uh, yeah we're glad I mean from a racing point of view we're seriously glad of the rain and it's helped we see the ground a bit better and softer for, for, for a little bit longer
0: Absolutely it seems like it's come a couple of months too late doesn't it but uh, not to worry uh, myself and Charlie uh, are delighted to be joined by uh, the recently retired Point to Point pilot Jamie Codd Jamie thank you for your time
2: uh, No problem uh, thanks for having me lads Yeah, perfect
0: Absolutely no problem and you're on your way to Clonmel at this point in time is that correct?
2: Yeah, heading down for the the, the bumper is the last race, not until eight o'clock. So I uh, just hopped in the car. It's about an hour and an hour and twenty minutes, so not too bad. Not too bad, not a bad spin now for, for
0: uh for a Thursday evening. Fantastic. Uh Jamie, uh, myself, and Charlie—we kind of run through uh, a few quick-fire Q uh, and As, and I change them up every week so I can obviously include Charlie and get his perspective. So uh, I'll start with you first. Uh, it depends whether you're a soap opera fan or not, but EastEnders or Coronation Street—would you go one way or the other?
2: <laughs> uh, uh, neither. We, <laughs> we, we I'm a big home and away fan.
1: Home and away. Why is that? Why is that, Jamie?
2: Ah, uh, just, just the women seem to go around with
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: maybe,
1: maybe something like that, maybe. Well,
2: uh, no, it, it's definitely it's the acting, the acting. they're superb actors, Charlie. They're really hard.
1: I couldn't agree more. I know what you mean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for of those, some of those girls on home and away for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just-
0: <laughs> <laughs> I the correct one would maybe then be uh, home and away or neighbours, so it would be home and away. Then we'll make it an Australian themed, as opposed to British. <laughs> yeah, we we'll go for home and away on that one. <laughs> Charlie, how about yourself? Uh, soap opera fan or not?
1: no nah, not really, mate. Uh, but I mean, yeah, I, I can I can probably echo Jamie Codd's sentiment. Say he's a wise man and he's a good judge. Of human and equine, so yeah, I'll go go with home and away too. Yeah, yeah,
0: fantastic, (laughs) Um, Charlie. With your cup of tea, are you having a bourbon or a custard cream? This is a very divisive one.
1: A custard cream for me, if I'm honest. Yeah, I I could probably eat both, but yeah, custard cream if if my life was on the line.
0: And Jamie, yourself? Yeah, myself and Charlie are closely aligned
2: here now. Yeah, I'm going to go for a custard cream. Um, Yeah, I'd be fond of a custard cream.
0: Yep, I think I'd uh, I'd echo both your views there, uh, Jamie. I'll start with you on this one. Um, how do you have your steak cooked?
2: Oh, I just
1: I'm a very level kind of fella. I'm just medium all the way, medium.
0: Medium. Yep. And Charlie, yourself?
1: We're differing on this one. I'm a carnivore now. I like it um, <laughs> nearly alive for me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so a pink. Very much so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Up. Still still mooing.
1: It, it, ideally, yeah, yeah, as in a little flash in the pan and just see just the outside, that'll
0: do me, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Charlie, with, uh, with of course, Jamie on the line, I think uh, it's only it's only fair that we end with a couple of Irish-themed uh, questions. Are you an Irish stout or Irish cider kind of man?
1: Charlie, at me?
0: Um, sorry, Charlie. I'll start with you on that. Oh, one, me.
1: Charlie. Sorry, 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 Dom. Yeah, no, it's um, all right. yeah. I think I, I think I'd go for a sort of an Irish stout, rather than cider, personally. uh um, yep. Again, though, like a, I, I could be partial to either, but yeah, for a I think an Irish stout rather than cider.
0: And how about yourself, Jamie? Uh, it
1: depends on
2: the time of the year, really. I look at I, summer. Summer, I like a good cider, and winter, I like a nice pint of Guinness or Murphy's or something. Yeah, I'm not. Um, or just depends
0: on the time of the year. Yeah, no, I'm the same. Uh, when it's it's when it's I think it's the flat season's more more associated with the kind of the uh, the cider weather, isn't it? And then when it gets a bit cold for the national hunt, we uh, we get a few more Guinnesses mm-hmm. down. so yes, I'd agree with that. Uh, I suppose uh, Charlie, I tell you what we'll start with you on this one as well. Um, Leopardstown or Punchestown? Leopardstown or Punchestown?
1: Um, I, I mean Punchestown. I mean. Like being straight up is they're not places I spent a lot of time. I did ride the Punchestown Festival once, and I had uh, I think I rode there on the Friday evening, and I had a hell of a night. I ended up my well, my wife was with me at the time, and an Ollie Murphy. We met up with him, and we ended up in is it is it Nase down the road from there, Jamie from Punchestown, and we ended up in some nightclub there till the early yeah. hours of the morning, and. I was I at the time I booked a flight back at 6:30 in the morning, so I was supposed to, I thought I'd be riding the next day in England, and then it, I, I ended up getting banned, but still have the same <laughs> flight. And I can assure you now, I think I got back to my hotel room, and if I laid in bed for an hour before we got picked up to go back to the airport, that would probably be pushing it. In a <laughs> great, great time, great time. like I say, just in hindsight, if I'd have known I'd have been banned, I wouldn't have booked a flight that <laughs> flight back so much later on. <laughs>
0: Uh JV, uh, yourself on this one, Leopardstown or Punches Town?
2: Um oh, I uh Town, yeah, Punchestown probably is the end of the year. Um it's a savage week for amateurs there. There's there's loads of amateur races and the, just the night you know the the the, 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 the it's all, um uh, but look at Punchestown. I think it just has that end of season feel to it, and and um, yeah, no, I, I I go for
0: Punchestown. Okay, fantastic. Uh, great fun as always, uh, Jamie. Obviously, it's great to have you on, uh, especially with obviously the recent news that um, you've decided to retire. Um, just from point to point, uh, obviously you finished with nine hundred and seventy-two winners. Um, I suppose that the, the the question would be, why did you feel that it was the correct time to retire from point to point now?
2: Um. To be honest, I, I suppose, like, I, I, I'm 39, I 39, I kind of, I felt that maybe just, I felt that maybe to prolong my career, as I want to write for another year or two, uh, I have a really, really good job with uh, Gordon Elliott on the track, and I just felt that if I'm to get another year or two out of it, that that's probably the way I could go about it. Like, I'm still going to ride over jumps on the track, uh, but it's just going to a point-to-point on a a Saturday or Sunday uh, and then having to get in the car after the four-year-old or five-year-old maiden and then driving back to the bumper uh, on the track. It just, look, I've done it for four or five, six years and I've enjoyed it and I've had great success doing it, but there just comes a point when, you know, you have to back off something and I just feel that, um i i i just wanted to stop point to point and then and and maybe as i say get another year or two out of out of riding on the track so it it was kind of more of a a lifestyle change maybe
1: jamie it's a funny thing because i i must admit a few people that i have spoke to have have immediately gone i'm amazed he didn't want to get a thousand point to point winners up before he stopped and i i just wonder whether that was ever in the back of your mind
2: no, Charlie. Absolutely. Look, when 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 you get so close to it, uh, the the thing the thing was with with this year being so last year and this year, I, I would be there now if, yeah. if we had our normal point-to-point point years. Um, but when last year got cut short, obviously, and then uh, this year then as well from from January to, to kind of. Um, March, early April, or jeez, it was It was nearly April by the time we got back. point of and in, in its in its uh, in, in, you know. So I just missed a lot, and I feel that if if I was to get to a thousand, it's just going to take another year or two. You know, i I was twenty eight winners off it. I would definitely take me all of next year to do it, and. Look at as they say, how much look at how how much further can you go, or how much can you do? Look at a thousand winners, brilliant. I suppose it'd be with me, but it's a number at the end of the day. And look at I I I can't. Look at I I it's not it's not a thing that's going to define my point to point career. If you get me, mm.
1: I completely agree. As in, I, I, a few of the younger riders are coaching, and look, your career will the second of time and it'll be talked about for, for years or something. but like I always say to them is in it, you should enjoy it for the moment because kind of when it's all over it doesn't really matter how many winners you rode, if you know what I mean you just go back to being a, a normal person don't you? you know and you've got to get on with the rest of your life and, and it, it's a funny one I kind of feel like people from the outside looking in are more dictated to and worry about the numbers maybe than the people that are actually doing the job yeah, that
2: look at that is um as I say yeah, no, I think you hit the nail on the head there, Charlie. They definitely are, but in in a month's time or in, I'd say tomorrow, nobody's really going to be saying, "Oh, did Jamie Cog get to a thousand, or did he not?" Um, you know, but like, look, I have some, I have some remarkable mem- uh, memories from the point of points here in Ireland, and even in the UK when we got over to ride against you guys. Like, I had fantastic days, Charlie um where else? Where we? we were in um, Kingston Blouse Do you know what I mean? i had some brilliant days as well. I had a winner around there, and um, so no. Look, a number is not going to define me. As I say, uh, I'd love to have done it, but unfortunately, that's just the way it is. And as I say, it's not it's not going to affect me too much.
0: And you went just out quickly.
1: Dom jumps back in. What's what's the best maiden you ever wrote on the day? Like which is the one that you thought this is the business? Um.
2: I tell you, the, the one, and it's, it's so close to my heart, this one, was Tranquil C. Um, he, was just, he was trained at home by my brother. It was our first big four-year-old winner, and he was the first one that we thought was really good. And he did. He went on to be very good, and he's the one that really sticks out for me.
0: I was just going to say, uh, Jamie. Of course, it was it was your local track of uh, of Lingstown as well, wasn't it? I believe that you were. you finished on a winner and, and then obviously called it a day there.
2: Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't do it in Linkstown, Dom. I um, to be uh, Linkstown wasn't on. It's my local track, but it wasn't on. It was supposed oh. to be on in March, and obviously, when the point of points weren't on, so I I kind of had it in my head that I might do it there this year, started mm. from Christmas. It was in my head, and. Um, but that didn't happen. So, uh, to be honest, the last kind of three or four weeks, I've been trying to find the the, the kind of place to do it. And just Tattersalls last Sunday, I I work for I worked for Pat's. It's our it's our local point to point on the sales complex, and I had a lovely four year old for Dennis Murphy, and I just got up that morning, and I said this. Everything aligns here. I think this will be the way it'll happen. And, and I'm very, very lucky it did. Uh, you know, we, we, we got up, uh, beat, uh, beat Barry O'Neill uh, in, a, in a tight finish. We were went down to the last, ding dong. And I, I'm delighted with the way that ended. You know, that's the way you want to go out. And... Yeah. Um, you
0: know so it was it was it was it was perfect I was delighted with no, fantastic um I was doing uh, sort of my, my, my background research uh, Jamie people obviously often refer to uh to Frankie the Tories you know magnificent seven at Ascot all those years ago and of course you had like a, a sublime six of your own uh, if that's the right terminology I think you were the only rider this century to ride um all six winners on the same card at sinnerhealy yeah
2: look at another like you know like that's I think that's that's something that that's probably my best day, uh, really. Um, you know, so sure, going through the cards um, and it was it was just brilliant. Like I, I rode for all my all the trainers at the time that I was closely associated with, and um, yeah, no, a brilliant day. And so sure look at it, it's, it's it's a memory that I'll I'll have for as long as I'm here. So it's uh, yeah, no,
0: brilliant. Fantastic. Um, one thing I also did want to ask you is, you're obviously often referred to as the cod father a lot. Can you recall where you first heard that term? <laughs> uh,
2: I don't I, I actually, i done a preview for um, for at the races a few years ago and I, I, I'm nearly sure that's where it started. Um, I don't know, I, I'm not really sure, but I think that's where it started and look at it lads, lads have kind of asked me every now and again, like the like, do you get ticked or do you get upset? when well, not upset when you hear it, but like, uh, do you get annoyed when you hear? It? And I said, like, it doesn't bother me. Like, it's something to stare, and you know what they say about publicity is any publicity is good publicity. So you know, I roll away with it, and sure isn't a grant. Look at it. it's not going to. Yeah, uh, it, it, it doesn't affect me too much either. To be honest, was
0: <laughs> well, that was that the the, the infamous Lebeque tip? It might have been that night. I, th- it I mean? think.
2: I think. It, yeah. I think it could have been Dominoes. To be honest, I really do. I think that's when it was. But uh, yeah. Yeah. You could be called a lot worse things, and I am called a lot worse things. So. <laughs> think,
1: yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think.
2: I think. Uh, I think I'll be happy enough with that one.
0: <laughs> Charlie, as tips go, eighty to one Le Bague for the Supreme. I mean, that's about as good as it gets, isn't it?
1: Ah, oh, definitely. I mean, like, like, look, I said it before. I mean, never mind about home and away. But yeah, Jamie, rather other <laughs> The, the little I've known him over the last few years, he's an excellent judge. I mean, he, he's, he's involved with so many good horses and, and fantastic young horses. And, and yeah, LeBake was inspired. Uh, I mean, uh, again, you, they, they obviously within the yard could see the immense amount of talent that he had. And, and if he consented to jump off, that uh, he could all come together. And again, it was like, a bit like what he's saying about having six winners on the day, the stars aligned that day, and it all came together for LeBake. And um, not as he never really went on to. to to go on from that because of his sort of quirks, but he he was a very very good horse when he when he jumped
0: off, wasn't he? Absolutely was. I, th- I think he went probably about a short to four to one in running uh, the second he jumped off under Jack Kennedy that day, which I think the the bookies, um, yeah, they, they weren't too they weren't too confident on the uh, the long price. Uh, like you say, when he jumped off with the rest of them, uh, Jamie. Of course, you talk about obviously the, the kind of the media work and, and, and these kind of preview nights that you do, and and we see you on the likes of at the races. Plenty, I, I suppose, without the point to point on the side is a is a career in broadcasting or spending more time in broadcasting something that you can see yourself doing uh on a more long-term basis
2: um i i don't really know um look at i kind of i float in and out of it um whoever if if i get a little bit of media work i i try and do it because i think it's uh i think it's good for you i think it's good to try things and put yourself out for these things and um uh, you know, it, it definitely doesn't do any harm. I don't think, like, I I don't know. I I actually don't know. I like I'm still going to be very very busy as regards with my work with Tattersalls, which is which is it, it's huge. You know, I, I'm I'm starting to get very busy with that as regards um, the store side of it, the point to point and, and and bumper side of it, and uh, also the flat yearland. So, uh, you know, it's that's kind of gaining more momentum, but look I, I I take whatever's going I'm, I'm that kind of a fella I, you know I I go with the flow and, and see where it takes us and if there is work there I I'll, I'll, I won't turn it down anyway
0: Yeah Charlie when did your sort of career in, in media really begin was that, that was that one that you'd kind of retired fully
1: Uh it's like again a bit like what Jamie said about the Codfather name and I don't know if it came from the same bloke but Matt Chapman was always quite, I mean, for, for all that he devised, polarised opinion, he was, he was very good to me when I was riding. He always used to do the, the track interviews at Toaster and that, and he always used to go on I was a, a reasonable talker. And then one day I had the blue and I still riding and he said, Oh, would I be up for doing, um, a day with him where he'd come around the car, come and pick me up in the morning and come riding out with me, which, you know, it's a, yeah, it was a fairly full on long day, as you can imagine. But, uh, yeah, I mean that was a bit of crack doing that with him and then from there he he must have put my name in the mix with with the with the old at the races that on a Sunday forum if there was a an opportunity and, and one day the night before someone rang up and said, Look, the whoever's on the panel has dropped out, do you want to give it a go? And I went and did it and, and picked up a bit more work from there and and then again during the last few years I was riding, Luke Harvey switched over to to um ITB and Five Live needed someone to do sort of mid-race analysis and that. And then Andrew Thornton, another ex-jockey, put my name forward. So a lot of things, like plenty of things in life, it's timing and and who you know, not what you know. And and Mm. I've got a bit of luck doing that. And and yeah, I I enjoy doing the bits I do. Again, I've no desire probably to be a full-time pundit or anything like that, just trucking around the country, churning out facts and figures and (laughs) and form. I, I, I... I want to be a bit selfish and a bit I don't know whether Jamie's the same but I want to do a bit of it but I, I also love all the other stuff that I do alongside you know? mm.
0: yeah you, you still keep yourself yeah. plenty busy though don't you Charlie As we can see from your from your Twitter page all those early morning starts and if, I think it was obviously New market that you were uh, you were at last week and, and like you say it was, it was Somerset yesterday so you you're trekking enough without kind of the media side of things aren't you
1: yeah I mean it's quite funny the social media thing was something I never did when I was riding I, I literally had it through the last few months of my career and I mean, it showed about the, the pitfalls of it. I think I gave one a, a bloody awful ride one day at uh, Warwick. Should have won it, and someone told me that Oprah died in a car crash on the way home. But uh, I have got into the social media, dose the ears off all my mates for what's going on in my life at the moment, and use it for a lot of self promotion of what we do. And, and yes, it's unbearable, but you got to you got to kind of put yourself out there a bit and stay in this day and age.
0: Absolutely right, um, Jamie. Uh, moving back to sort of your, your career uh, under rules, uh, ten Cheltenham Festival winners. I mean, of course, for any national hunt jockey, it, it's the dream to, to win at the Cheltenham Festival. But is, is there one that would stand out more than the others?
2: Um, I I look at my first one. Obviously, car- character building was should I huge to get your first one. But I don't think I I tell you he was um he was a long price and you know it, look it was great that he won and it was fantastic but i would say junior junior for, for uh, david pipe when he when he won like he was the best back horse of that festival like he absolutely pissed in now but uh, there was just a bit more pressure going in you know on on that ride and you know he bolted in and i think i got a great kick out i remember i i remember a day you know uh, top of the hill And I just took up The the, the, the lead uh, Going to the third last Just at the Back To the third last And Some riders wouldn't say They wouldn't hear the roar But by God I heard the roar that day And uh, I think that was That was a really Really good one But look at All Cheltenham winners Like I, 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 Jesus I've been So lucky And cause of causes like my favourite horse in the world three Cheltenham Festival winners like you know so I look at they own I, I look at there, there's there's it's hard to think I suppose when I look at it, I shouldn't be picking one over the other really
0: <laughs> No of course you, you allude to cause of causes of course it was uh, very very sad uh, the news that he, he passed away at the age of 13 a, a few weeks ago and obviously second in a Grand National as well I mean he was just a, a you know horse of a lifetime wasn't he?
2: He was a, he was a dude he was he was the man. He wasn't big. He was only just over sixteen hands. But you know, everybody loved him. Everybody in the yard loved him. All the kids used to ride him. Um, you know, he was just—he uh, was a real character. And you know, he—he—he he, he turned up on the on the big days. You know, he was—he was always there in Cheltenham. You know, he was—he uh, was just really good. Uh, gave me a brilliant day out in the entry, and uh, I was actually disgusted. Um, when he when he when he when he died, when I heard the news, because I hadn't seen him, you know, he went out to Martins Town, and obviously COVID came in then, and you know he's a young horse, he was he was very young still, and I expected I I, I was wanting to go down to see him in Martins Town, you know, bring down my family, you know, and cheapest I never got to do it, and I just I, I tell you I was I was none the better of us for a, for a day or two now it just it hit me it hit me a little bit now that one.
0: Yeah, we we spoke about it on the podcast a few weeks ago, didn't we, Charlie? Obviously presenting Percy as well, uh, you know, another horse and and these kind of equines who who give us all these great memories. And and for you, jockeys in particular, and of course, when they do pass away, of course, it's as sad as day as as almost a human loss.
1: Yeah, I mean, incredibly. I mean, um, like Jamie says, I think the cause of cause is the fact that he was still such a young horse in all honesty that makes it even even worse that he didn't get to live a long and happy retirement as, as he deserved but a lot, I, I just love hearing the fact that what a lovely character he was as well you know the side of it you don't always get the tree with the racing and, and, and even the brilliant coverage we have but you know so some of those good horses can be quite not nasty character, but they, they, know, they know they're know they good and they have a bit of arrogance and, and they, they're not always the most pleasant to be around they have a bit of a side to them and Seeing, hearing the cause of causes, you, the, all the kids used to ride him, and he was, he was a character and as good as gold in that way, as well as being a special racehorse. That's, that's, a, that's a lovely, lovely thing, you know.
0: Yeah, absolutely right. A fantastic, fantastic racehorse, um, Jamie. Uh, another sort of star from from country. It was great to see Sam Crow back uh, to winning ways at Killarney uh, earlier this week. I, I believe there's talk of the Galway Plate. Is that a race you could see him heading for?
2: Um. Yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd imagine Galway. Look, it, there's, there's probably a goodish kind of, um, I'm not, I'm not so sure whether the real helter skelter of a, of a real competitive handicap, and he'll, obviously have close to top weight now. I, I'm not sure whether the Galway lad he will run there, but there's loads of those condition uh, chases there during the summer, and you know, there's plenty of, there's plenty of prizes there that he could pick up, so. I'm not I'm not sure where 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 exactly he will end up but it was great to see him back. Uh obviously disappointed massively in Cheltenham, but you know, he he, he got the job done the other day and um, yeah, look it' probably just kick on on the nicer ground there further summer and see where he ends up but I'm not so sure he will end up in, in, in the goal we played off top weight and,
0: no, but uh, Charlie, it's, it's, it's bizarre, isn't it, really? He's, he's a two-time, you know, Cheltenham Festival winner, but yet there's, there's still almost this belief that he's maybe underachieved, uh, you know, with, with the ability he showed, uh, you know, in, in the early stages of his career when, it, when he looked like he could be anything. Yeah,
1: it's a waste of public ex- expectation, isn't it? You know, I mean, it, it doesn't matter whether it's, it's a footballer or a rugby player or, or, or whatever, you know, an, an equine athlete, you know, I mean, when they show so much latent talent early in their life, we, we all think that every single one of them is going to go on to become a superstar. And mm. look, Jamie cod know far more about it than me, that you can have all that talent and do it early in life. But to, to really sort of stand the test of time and, and to take that jump to the absolute sort of championship level, it, it's a big golf, Jamie, still, isn't it?
2: It uh, is. Look at, like, how many capable stars, Hurricane Flies, you know, like that at last the test of time. Like, they, they're, you know, that's the true sign of of, of a really, really good horse is when they can go from their from their younger days all the way through till their, you know, their 11 or 12-year-olds or whatever. The fahens you know, like, they're, they're the superstars. And there is, look at, don't get me wrong, I still think all those horses, like, uh, Sam Crow's a dual Cheltenham winner. Mm-hmm. He's a prol- prolific grade one winner. He's a hell of a horse no yeah, nice. he hasn't he hasn't underachieved at all like he's had a brilliant career um and and he's continue he's going to continue winning races uh, just the public I suppose they probably expect more exactly what you're saying Charlie they expect more that they, they, they should just be robots and they should just keep winning but that's just not the way it is it's it's so so hard to get those and it's the same on the flat Frankel you know those they're they just that's why I like I when, when, when those horses come around, like, they are just there to be cherished. Like, cause they, they're, they're few and far between.
1: So true. And, it, and it's like the, the, the word like great and legend is banded around. You know, we want to put great on everything as soon as they, they've shown a bit of precocious or sort of young talent. And, and what you're seeing is like what Jamie said, the, the list that he rolled off then, Porto Star, Hurricane, Fly, he They are true greats because they've done it forever, season after season, year after year. The combat that's a sign of a horse that's truly great. And Samko's just a very good horse, yeah. but he's probably not going to quite mount that golf to being great. But that's because that golf is, is huge. It, 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 it's the, their special talents that, be, that become all time great, you know.
0: Yeah, absolutely quite right. Well said, both. Um, Jamie, were you, of course, it was frustrating with the amateurs being sidelined for the recent Cheltenham Festival. Were you at Cheltenham or, or were you, did you remain in Ireland?
2: I uh, know didn't didn't go to Cheltenham um, first year now, and I suppose ten or twelve years now since I missed it. Um, uh, but look, we were lucky. We got to we got to um, we got to ask or to entry. So like that was that was good. Um, but no, Cheltenham was look at it. It's the it's the one week of the year where you um, it's the one week of the year where you want to be. You know, it's 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 the Olympics and. Um, yeah,
0: I was it. Uh, and what was your your kind of? I mean, of course, we saw it carry over into the Grand National Festival as well. But the the Irish domination uh, that that we saw, I mean, it, it must have been quite remarkable to watch from your perspective.
2: Uh, yeah, look at it is, and look, it, it swings in roundabouts. I remember, I remember ten or twelve years ago when Cato Star masterminded uh, big books, uh, Nicky Henderson having seven or eight winners at the festival, and. We were we were only barely grabbing, you know, a few Willie Mullins is winning a few, so yeah. Look, at, it's the swings and roundabouts of life, really. We're having a very very good time of it, but it's gonna it's gonna swing again, um, and that's 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 just the way it is. like yeah, it was great to see. I was delighted. Um, I was delighted the Irish got on so well, and it was brilliant. But equally, I was so happy when Paul Nichols came over to Punchestown, and I um, won the the. Uh, go a cup over with us, and also for David Maxwell to come over and win the Hunter's Chase. That's what it is. That's that's competition, and that's what you need. And you know, uh, I, look, I, I don't get too caught up on it. We we're having a very very good time with it. People are going to read more into it but it will swing again. I guarantee you that.
0: I
1: completely agree. The only thing I did think, Jay, was you know at that time when you like you're saying about British dominance, I just wondered if there was any sort of changes to to the way things went on in Ireland that's brought about this sort of period of domination now
2: uh, I look at i do I do think HRI right've done a good job charlie they um they 've got the prize money right um they've got the prize money thing right in, in Ireland um like we still have a big massive balloting problem like you don 't have it in England, but so like we're we're facing into a hundred entries one hundred and twenty entries and maiden hurdles and that at the minute, and it is tough it 's hard on owners to face into that as well um. But, so that probably needs to be looked at look at we've, we, we have great schemes as well the Philly schemes, the ITBA scheme for Phillies, um, you know the breeders are, it, it's all flowing back into into racing and, and, and trying to get it so there's, there's good incentives there um, and I, I don't know after that look at people people will say this and that that the, the, the power respect ending but Perhaps the prize money in Ireland has, has, has dictated that the owners are coming to Ireland to do it. I, I don't know. I'm not I'm not giving on that either now. I'm not completely gone on that either, but um, so I, I for me, maybe the one big thing, Charlie, I think is the stores. Yeah. I I do believe that the UK trainers and agents used to buy more stores and um, when the po Crowd came in, uh, and I started to do. by, they are now competing with the UK trainers. Irish trainers are buying very, very few stores now. So, I, may, maybe the quality of store that the UK trainer is actually buying now is, is has dropped. And the the, the Irish point of point crowd are buying them now, and then getting the money for them out to the far side. And maybe the trainers are just not wanting to buy that. Buy the pointers for that big money.
1: So, maybe something like that. That's an interesting point. Just for anyone that's listening, that doesn't what well, by store Dom, Jamie means mm. like an unbroken three year old, right. you know, so a, a potential jumper. Just for anyone that's listening, but I, 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 I it's a really interesting point. It's one that I actually yep. haven't sort of heard chucked into the equation because, like Jamie says, there's been. <laughs> hundreds of different reasons banded around about the, the sort of irish domination at, at the recent festivals
0: and yeah it's a very interesting point no quite right um i feel like I'm, it's like it's like a school day for me listening to uh to jamie and yourself speak it's incredible um just just one i suppose a, a penultimate point um jamie uh the irish grand national of course uh at fairy house last month i believe that was your lowest uh riding weight for 17 years when you were aboard the big dog is that correct
2: uh, no, I was, I was supposed to be Yeah, no at all I, I kind of knew what was going to happen there But anyway So he had he had 10.5 or 10.6 yeah. On the initial weights when they mm-hmm. came out I think it was 10.5 So Tiger Roll was top weight mm. And the, the weights had to go up a pound So right. when, when the official weights came out So he was going to carry 10.6 Uh but then, obviously, Tiger Oil wasn't running, so the weights went up a stone. So he, oh, I think, he was actually going to carry what 11-2 or three. So, okay. no, there was a big hole of a big hole of blue over that. But I was never, I was never going to do this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, that, that is a point though, Jamie. So you knew all along, basically, you were never going to have to do that light. So it was one of these great media stories that was completely fabricated, lot of <laughs> Um.
2: Yeah, a little bit. Look at I was sweating for a while. I was watching it for a while, but <laughs> at, at the same time, I wasn't. Um, yeah, I kind of had it. I, yeah, I kind of half knew that
1: I'd be okay. <laughs> you said to the you said to the team at coming house. Look, you're absolutely mad running Tiger Roll and here. Do me a favour and, and make sure he doesn't run. <laughs> <laughs> Something
2: like that. But I did. I actually I went to the to the national then in entry, and I hadn't done that way in a long time now. Mm-hmm. So. What did I do 10 Jeez I don't know What wait, don't, What did I do 10 It was 10.6 yeah, yeah I done 10.6 In yeah. entry yeah. But it was You got your 6 pound allowance Yeah For your 3 pound For your back protector Which would be 10.9 And then the COVID allowance Was another 3 pound So it mm. actually It would show 10.12 on the scales yeah. but I, I was like that time now I, I actually took a picture mm-hmm. at the scales because I said I'm never ever going to be this light in my life again so
0: <laughs> I, just, I, I, have, have, I was going to say that that process of, of kind of making that weight on. I mean Charlie obviously for someone like yourself as well who's, who's had that experience it's not the same as being a boxer is it because obviously that's like a, a camp whereas you know you fellas and, and, and ladies you know you have to be on that kind of weight every single day
1: yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, look, okay. I, yeah, yeah, completely. I mean, I think when you look at a boxer, like, and look, hey, I have the oh, utmost respect for boxers. I love my boxing. I think they're incredible athletes, but they do have the benefit that they're going through a three-month training camp and to to bring their weight down, make weight for a fight. And, and in theory, as much as I don't know, look, you don't want to see in like a Ricky Hatton episode where they let themselves <laughs> explode in between, but they they're able to relax a little bit. When you yeah. look at some of those, and Jamie is say the same. there's the top flat riders and that that the guys that are. Instead of pushing six foot, and they're having to take off four or five every morning and and run and sweat and live off a Spartan diet, and they're having to do it the whole year round. I've got I take my hat off to them. I really do.
0: Yeah, absolutely right. Um, I suppose just just a final point, um, Jamie. We'll end it with yourself. Uh, is there anything else in racing, uh, in the saddle that you'd like to achieve, or do you think if you retired say tomorrow, even under rules, that you'd you'd retire, you know, fairly satisfied?
2: Um, question. Uh, no, I look at I. I feel that I feel that there there's more races to be won. I don't know what races they are, but I do feel that I'd like to ride for another year or two. Um, you know I don't I don't think, you know I I my my battle my nerve is still okay. I think, and uh, I suppose that's that's a big that's a big factor. So. Um. Would I? Yeah. Look, at, I. I just want to win more, more nice races. Um. As I say, I'm lucky to be involved with Garden, uh, and all and all his team. And mm. like you know, if I could get to Cheltenham next year with a couple of chances and get another Cheltenham winner, well, that would make it. That would make it all the better, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think my my favourite memory of yourself was I was in the best mates. Uh, back in 2017 and my dad backed Fiona and I think probably after a couple of furlongs I think I remember him throwing his ticket on the floor and I've never seen him go quite as mad uh, when, when you came storming up that hill it was absolutely fantastic and a, and a great memory so I obviously thank you for that one. Uh, James it's been, it's been a fantastic episode obviously Jamie we really appreciate your time and, and we wish you the best of luck at Clonmel uh, later on this evening and, and obviously Charlie no doubt we'll catch up again once again next week.